This podcast is made possible by the Social Voice Project. I'm Kevin Farkas, founder and executive producer. Stick around to the end of the podcast to learn more about the Social Voice Project, an innovative public interest media company specializing in podcasting, oral histories, and live event recording. You are listening to Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast. Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast explores the history and tales of ghost stories, mysterious crimes, murders, UFOs, witchcraft, and other occult happenings still thriving in the greater Ohio Valley region of Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, and beyond. What a great sounder. They don't make them like that anymore, and stations wouldn't sit still for a sounder that long anyway. I just wish the quality on that were a little better, but I don't have the master recording. Just lucky to have a copy. This is Tony Lavorna, and I'm speaking to you today from the beautiful Tanglewood Senior Center in Lindora, Pennsylvania. And our first guests with us today are none other than Terry and Brian Seach of the Center for Unexplained Events. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? Good morning, Tony. I'm great. Good morning, Tony. We, we thank you, Tony, and everybody else uh, uh, who's here today at the uh, 11th Annual Butler Paranormal Conference. Uh, we have a, a, a great speakers. We have uh, five. We have Patty, Patty Wilson, uh, Rick Fisher, the Psychic Vincent sisters, Steve Ward and Leah Madden. And they're going to talk talk about everything from uh, UFOs to Bigfoot to, uh, to vampires, strangeness, high strangeness. Two full rooms of vendors. Uh, there's readers here. The Men in Black should be here shortly. So it's just going to be a great time today. Our group, Center for Unexplained Events, is a co-sponsor of the Butler Paranormal Conference. And we investigate anything from ghosts to hauntings to UFOs. We do everything under the unexplained umbrella. In our other group, uh, the Center for Cryptozoological Studies, we do the uh, uh, study of any unknown cryptid, uh, say like Bigfoot, Mothman, or uh, anything uh, unknown, or any out-of-place animals like mountain lions, which have been seen in uh, Pennsylvania. So, ladies and gentlemen, here we are at the Lindora Tanglewood Senior Center. I have with me Rod and Annette Holmes from the TOPS, T-O-P-S Paranormal. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good morning. How Good are morning. you? Good morning. Fantastic. Tell me a little bit about yourselves. What is TOPS Paranormal, please? Well, uh, TOPS actually, it stands for the Titusville Oil City Paranormal Society. We formed in December of 2016, so we're fairly new on in the industry. But we, uh, we've kind of hit the ground running and um, we're having a great time. We kind of try to take a, a little bit of a different approach to our investigations. We, we like to blend technology with intuition. So I have my lead medium, uh, Annette Holmes. Uh, Annette, if you want to talk a little bit about the intuition side of it. Uh, absolutely. So what I do is um, I usually don't uh, find out much about the location until I get there. Um, I usually walk around. Rod and I don't speak um, or I don't speak to the team members. Uh, a lot of times I hold my stuff to myself 
and then we collectively put together their um, technology and my intuition and we usually come to a conclusion and it's really helped us out and it's worked very well for us so that's excellent hey why don't you guys tell me one of your favorite adventures so far have you been out on any neat excursions yet or have you maybe come across something you'd like to share with our listeners Sure. Um, we are working with an establishment in the Cook's Forest area. Um, possibly may turn out to be a murder mystery solved, if not more than one. So possibly going back clear to the 70s. More than one murder mystery. Yes, yes. I might have to have you, if you'd like, on our show. I would like Absolutely. to hear a little bit more of that yeah, for it's, our it's a, listeners. It's a case with many, many layers. Yes. And, and how did you stumble across that case? Um, just from a co-worker. Actually, there was a team that um, went in before us, and they lost all their audio, everything. They lost absolutely all everything, and they called us just as a secondary backup, and we went in, and it's been amazing. It's an amazing story. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to definitely want to hear this. We're definitely going to need to hear this story. Well, tell me this. Where can our listeners reach you folks if they'd like to perhaps give you, you know, talk to you or maybe find out a little bit more about your business? Sure. Um, We actually do have a a website. It's a work in progress, but um, it's uh, just topsparanormal.com. Um, or they can email us at topsparanormal at gmail.com. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Please enjoy yourselves here. We're at the Butler Paranormal Conference in beautiful Lindora, Pennsylvania. Thanks so much, gang. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, and we're back. This is Tony Lavorna from Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore Podcast. And right now I'm with Chris from Sabelle's. Chris, how are you today, buddy? Oh, doing good. Doing good, good. good. How's business today at this great convention? Already it's doing great. Hey, Chris, tell us a little bit about Sabelle's. What do you folks do? All right, we sell pagan supplies. We have handmade leather journals with uh, handmade linen parchment paper in them. All the pages are sewn in. Uh, they come out of New York. We sell sage, um, desert sage, white sage, lavender. We have incense. We have um, India Temple, Nag Champa, uh, Angel Healing, Reiki. We have singing bowls, Tibetan singing bowls. Uh, it's a, 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 a quite a variety of stuff. Some jewelry. It sounds like you have a huge variety, yeah, not just yeah. some of a variety, but huge. <laughs> well, Chris, how, tell the folks, uh, tell our listeners, where can we find you? We are located in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. That's about halfway between Pittsburgh and Erie. We have a Facebook page. If you get on Facebook and get on Sabelle's, my wife takes every time we get a new arrival in, she takes pictures and posts all of our new arrivals. And we ship everywhere. So if you get on there and you see something you like, whether it's a journal, uh, incense, um, any crystals, whatever, uh, you pee on my wife and she sends you a square invoice you pay it we never see your card it's super safe you pay it and we ship it right out well that is fantastic hey folks that's Sabelle's check them out would you C-Y-B-E-L-E-S hey Chris thanks for coming by today we appreciate it. thank you you bet okay listeners we are back 
We are back at the Butler Paranormal Convention, and today I'm here with Josh Maley and Jot. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? For our listeners, you may recall in my book, Haunted Roads of Western Pennsylvania, that I co-wrote with author Thomas White. Mr. Maley had some interesting stories about the Mystery Mile. Josh, tell us some more about the road, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, I grew up uh, not too far from Mystery Mile. My dad actually grew up on uh, Mystery Mile, and uh, he was uh, uh, a big influencer when I was younger. Um, he would uh, tell me stories about it. He would take me for drives on it. Um, one of the more interesting stories that he would tell me that's unique to Mystery Mile versus a lot of the other haunted road and, and urban legends that you hear is the fact that the animals on that road would tend to turn hostile for approximately a one-mile stretch. Um, so he lived on Kelly Road, and uh, that is adjacent to Wolf Run Road. Um, as you know from you know your book, it's uh, nobody's quite sure where it is, but uh, it's it's definitely something up with that that area, that uh, that particular tract of land. And um, yeah, he, he he was chased by goats, he was chased by chickens, and it sounds silly to say, but that it happened in just that one concentrated area is uh, is a pretty unique uh, event. I think. Absolutely. Josh, who is this young lady with you here today? Uh, we have Jess Paul here today. Jess is a, a very Hi, gifted, um, up-and-coming actress. Uh, she's been in several of uh, my films. Uh, she will be in the film on Mystery Mile, The Way of Seeming, uh, that we are working on uh, getting funding for. And she's also the host of our uh, Mystery Mile documentary, um, which is called Survive, True Tales of Mystery Mind. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll let her talk. <laughs> yeah, so we have a lot of projects going on together, um, including those that Josh just said. Also, we're, we have a YouTube show now that where we discuss true stories. We basically narrate the true stories of, of people that have experienced ghosts, odd um, happenings, things that can't be explained. That's called, the channel is called um, Grim Scary Tales. So you can look that up on YouTube and you can listen to some fantastic real stories. Um, it's a whole genre. We didn't even know until we like kind of stumbled upon it that people just love listening to campfire ghost stories. So it's like, well, we have a lot. So we started narrating them ourselves. And uh, it, it's, it's one of my favorite things to do. Well, I'd love to hear some more of those ghost stories. Is the movie shooting or in production for the way of seeming uh, we are we're still really early in pre-production um, our producer is um, securing locations we're actually um, looking at Salem Ohio as a shooting location um, as much as I would love to use the real mystery mile I dare not disturb you know any any spirits there any more than they already have been over the years yeah, we um, might have technical difficulties yeah yeah because of the spirits there is definitely a lot of Yes, you may have a lot of difficulties in that area. Yes, our, our website, uh, GrimSleeperProductions.com, will have uh, casting information and things like that. Um, we will be casting for extras and things like that. Um, at some point in the near future, we hope, um, if we're able to secure uh, the funding that we need, which our producer is working on, um, we should be able to start filming before the end of the summer. Um, worst case scenario, uh, we'd be looking at sometime next year. Um, but either way, it's it's tantalizingly close. We've been working for a long time to try and make it happen, and it's it's exciting to, to kind of be on the verge here. Well, I appreciate you both for joining me today. Best of luck. Well, Josh, maybe if you have some time in the future, you could join me on my Legends and Lore podcast. We will give you an opportunity to tell one of those ghost stories. 
Absolutely an exclusive story for the listeners. That would be great. That would be fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right now, we are with Jason and Jeff from the Western Pennsylvania Paranormal Investigation Team. How are you, fellas? Pretty good. How you doing? Real good. Tell me a little bit about your group. Well, uh, we well we started probably about what ten years ago. Um, with a small team of just guys who wanted to. We were bored. We wanted to go out, and we all had the same similar interests in paranormal, and we all wanted to go out and just kind of do a little ghost hunt. We did that, and lo and behold bunch of us met together like later that night and like within three days we had a team of like 10 people who all had the same interests and whip it was born tell me one of your favorite cases you've been on so far i know there's probably a lot by far bobby mackey's in kentucky bobby mackey's tell our listeners a little bit about the case anybody who's ever watched anything any paranormal shows or whatever knows bobby mackey's it's considered to be the most uh, haunted nightclub in America. We got invited with some people down there, and that's actually what reunited Whippet was from Jeff, a friend of ours, yeah. Rose from Beaver County Paranormal. But yeah, she um, she invited us along, and uh, say so that's kind of what reunited and lit the spark again to get it going. And now, how many members do you have? <laughs> There's me, Jay, uh, another full-time investigator with us and then we got maybe about six or seven part-timers that will come and go when they have a chance without working in that. Where can someone reach you at perhaps they have an investigation or a matter they would like you to look into? Um, They can reach us on Facebook. Uh, You actually have to look up Western Pennsylvania Paranormal Investigation Team. Also I want to say they're probably you can probably reach us through um, uh, actually, you just spoke with him, uh, Josh from Grim, Grim, Grim Sleeper Productions. Uh, we're working with him on a series uh, that's going to be on YouTube uh, called Paranormal Highway. So That is excellent. Hey, fellas, Jason, Jeff, thank you so much for being with us today on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Tony Lavorna from Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast. Hey, we're out here today at beautiful Lindora, Pennsylvania at the Butler Paranormal Conference, and I have the man of the hour, or I should say the main chairman here at the at the pro, uh, program today, uh, Director Daniel Hagman. Dan, how are you today? Thanks for um, joining us. I'm fine, and thank you for having me. You bet. Dan, ladies and gentlemen, as you may know, is the head of the Butler Group for the Unexplained and Research uh, Bureau. Uh, Dan, tell us a little bit about the group and uh, what you do here for the folks. Uh, we have uh, monthly meetings. Uh, BORU, that stands for the Butler Organization for Research of the Unexplained. Uh, we've been uh, running strong since about 1980. Uh, started out as the co-director for the group back then it was known as the butler ufo group when i became director uh, we had a lot of people say hey we'd like to discuss bigfoot would like to discuss ghosts would like to discuss other things than ufo and aliens so i thought well it's time to uh, broaden our horizons i changed the name of the group 
from the Butler UFO Group to the Butler Organization for Research of the Unexplained. I'm primarily interested in UFO and aliens, uh, although over the years I've uh, become interested in uh, cryptids, uh, Bigfoot uh, creatures, and also ghosts. Uh, my involvement with the organization, uh, I've had a lot of personal experiences, uh, so this is primarily why I got involved with this. Uh, I've had UFO sightings. I've had uh, not actually seen a Bigfoot, but uh, casted footprints. I've heard calls. I've heard wood knocks. Definitely something to it. The realm of ghosts, uh, there's definitely something to that. Uh, things that uh, I've seen that I just can't explain. So it's changed my way of thinking over the years. Well, Dan, I appreciate the fact that we're here today, and thank you very much for this conference. It is a very big conference, ladies and gentlemen, here at Lindora, Butler, Pennsylvania. It's the Butler Paranormal Conference you just heard from Mr. Daniel Hageman, the head of Boru, B-O-R-U. Thanks again, Dan, for joining uh, us Thank you. Thank you for coming. Okay, well, guys, we're back, and guess who I found now? None other than Brian Hogue of Chiller Night Radio and Chiller Night Theater. Brian, welcome to the Butler Paranormal Conference, and thanks for stopping by Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast. How are you today, sir? I am doing very good. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. Let me first state... Uh, how wonderful. I enjoy your show, uh, both of the shows, Thank Chiller you. Night Radio as well as Chiller Night Theater. And I know recently you had uh, Mr. and Mrs. Brian and Terry Seach, some of the best uh, cryptozoologists in this area. Brian, take it away, buddy. Tell us a little bit about what you do and what you do on this show. Okay, great. Thank you. And, and, and again, thanks for having me on the show here. Um, right now, this is the first time I've, I've come to one of the, uh, the paranormal conferences, so it's great meeting you and, and like-minded people. Um, I started my, my hosted horror show. I have it playing every Saturday night. It's called Chiller Night Theater. I used to watch Chiller Theater growing up every Saturday night, so that's, you know, the, the title is kind of a homage to Chiller Night or Chiller Theater. So I've been doing this for 10 years now, and uh, the show, I, I had a, a, a talk show segment called Chiller Chat, and uh, I would just come in between breaks in the movies and, and do a, a little interview segment. And now that show's branched off into its own program, uh, Chiller Chat. And then I thought, well... Not everybody can make it to the TV studio. I think I'll branch off into Chiller Night Radio and do my podcast. And that's that's what I started about three weeks ago. So it's a relatively new show, but I've had, like you say, uh, Brian Siege and Daniel Hagman on the show. So Absolutely. And these are some fantastic people uh, in this community, what I like to consider the overall paranormal community and right. field. And uh, I have to say, I, I just like the work that you do. Oh, thank uh, and, you. And similar to uh, uh, Brian, like ourselves here at the Legends and Lore podcast, we like to give a platform uh, to these individuals uh, that make up the paranormal community and some of the, the uh, events and tales that they have and some of the experiences they happen to them. And hey, I, I hope I'm not jumping the gun, but... 
could I invite you to perhaps be on our Legends and Lore podcast? Maybe we could do a, a, a show around the holiday and kind of do a crossover where I'm on yours, you're on mine. What do you say? I would love to do that. I would absolutely love to be on yours, and I'd, I'd, I'd love to have you guys on mine. That'd be great. Hey, that's fantastic. Brian, tell me this. Uh, where can uh, someone get a hold of you uh, for some stories? And also, tell us a little bit uh, where they could get a hold of you on your Chiller uh, Night Radio and the oh, other okay. program. Sure. Uh, well, you can find me probably easiest on ChillerNightTheater.com. That's my website, ChillerNightTheater.com. There's a there's a place you can email me uh, direct. And, I'm, of course, I'm on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. So, um uh, Brian Hogue, B-R-Y-A-N-H-O-G-U-E, and um, I'm on every Saturday night on Stream TV, uh, and my programming runs from like 9 p.m. until about 3.30 in the morning every Saturday night between Chiller Night Theater, Chiller Chats, and Chiller Night Radio. So you heard it, folks. Stream Radio, Stream TV, 9 till 3.30 in the morning. The man keeps <laughs> late hours. I like him already. I do. I like that. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, hey, we are at the Butler Paranormal Conference. This is Tony Lavorna from Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore. And now with me, you're going to recognize this voice, Fred Saluga from MUFON, the West Virginia and Pennsylvania director from MUFON. Fred, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing good. And yourself? Oh, fantastic, fantastic. We've got a great crowd here today. The conference is jumping. Thanks for taking a minute out of your busy day to come help us out here on the podcast, buddy. Anytime. Now, for our listeners at home, they may recall that uh, Fred, as I said, was the director for MUFON for West Virginia and Pennsylvania chapter, um, as well as he brought another gentleman, another guest with him. I'm going to let him introduce him. Uh, Fred, you go ahead. Take it away. Okay, this is Greg Chula. He's also with uh, our other group. It's called the uh, Fayette County, Pennsylvania Bigfoot Research Project. We're a grassroots organization out of Uniontown, Pennsylvania. Hey, Greg, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? Oh, you're welcome. I'm doing fine. Good, good. Yeah. Now, how long have you been a part of the group and a researcher? Oh, uh, I, I was a founding member of this group, the Fayette County, Pennsylvania Bigfoot Research Project, but uh, I've been actively involved in research for about the last 10 or 11 years but i've had some experiences going back to 1986 tell us real quick about one of those little short experiences if you'd like uh short one all right um they're all pretty involved because they generally happen back in the woods like you know a, a, a camping outfit back backpacking you know um we had one experience in 1986 it was the first one i had I was with two of my friends up on the Chestnut Ridge. It was in uh, part of Forbes State Forest, just uh, above Uniontown, Hopwood, Pennsylvania. And uh, essentially we were up there for six hours and out of the six hours, uh, we were circled for about five and a half of those hours. We first started noticing it um, around 6.30 in the evening. And when we left at midnight, uh, it was still there whooping. Now, in those days, there was no internet. You couldn't go on and listen for, you know, Bigfoot sounds and stuff. You know, we heard whoops that night. We heard whistling calls. We heard gibberish. We had wood knocking. We had tree breaking, rock throwing. And uh, it sounds like it was a pretty busy night. Yeah, I would have stayed there longer, but the three of us happened to be co workers and we all had to work the next day. So we, uh, we left at midnight, but I, otherwise I would have stayed there the whole night. I mean, it was terrifying, but it was uh, 
fascinating, you know? Well, hey, that sounds great. Now, I want you to go see our friends here. All right. Hey, Fred, Greg, thanks so much for joining us today, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. All see right. you again. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, right now I'm with Mr. Ed Kellerman. Ed, how are you today, buddy? Oh, great. Another great day. Hey, thanks for coming out today. Thanks for being a part of this great conference today, the Butler Paranormal Conference. Wouldn't miss it for a world. This is this like my <laughs> third or fourth time here. You're a veteran, then. You're a veteran <laughs> by all means. For our listeners at home, Ed, ladies and gentlemen, is a author, a colonist. He's also a speaker of the paranormal documentation. Ed, tell us a little bit about what you do, what you like. Okay, well, uh, I'm, a, I'm basically a writer, okay? And I call myself a paranormal documentarian. Uh, that's because I don't have any psychic powers. But I have lots of friends who are psychics, and I belong to some, uh, some investigative teams. And I document what they do. I also have a love of Pennsylvania, and I write mainly about paranormal activity throughout the state of Pennsylvania. So far, I have four books in my Pennsylvania collection. I have the Haunted Route 30, Haunted Route 22. Both of those start in Pittsburgh. Route 30 goes to Philadelphia, and uh, Route 22 goes to Easton. The funny thing about them is they both start at Point State Park, and they both end in a bar. Okay. <laughs> And then I have another book called Paranormal Pennsylvania, which is other happenings of, of paranormal activity throughout the state. And then my latest book is The Haunted Railroads of Pennsylvania. Haunted Railroads of Pennsylvania. And I have some other books. Altogether, I've written about 14 books so far. And uh, plus, I write a weekly column for a newspaper. So, What newspaper do you write That would be for the him? Blairsville Dispatch. It's called At the End of the Line with Ed Kellerman. I put samples of my column uh, from years gone by. I've been doing this now for about 15 years. So for, from years gone by, I put samples of the column on my website, which is uh, www.ekelemen.com. Ed, you heard it. I like that. The Paranormal Documentarian. I like that idea. Ed, it was a pleasure today. Thank you so much for stopping by and visiting us. All righty. Thank you. Here we are, Tony Lavorna, Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore podcast. Ooh, yeah. Today we are at the Butler Conference, the Butler Paranormal Conference here in beautiful Lindora, Pennsylvania. And guess who I wrestled up for you, folks? I have Joel, Joel Shortridge from 222 Paranormal Podcast. Hey, Joel, how are you today? Well, hello there. How are you doing today, sir? I was walking through the building and all of a sudden I felt someone grab me and they drug me over here, put the headphones on and said, Doc! Jeez, Dave, you're getting a little violent with our guests. Don't, don't, club, don't club them over the head. Just simply, you know, usher them this yeah. way. Hey, Joel, tell us a little bit about your great podcast, won't you? We've been podcasting about two and a half years now. We've always been interested in the paranormal. I was more into UFOs right. until I had a, I want to call it death experience with my best friend. She passed away, and I've been getting signs from her. I've been getting... Um, dreams. I've had things happen to me where I know she's there with me. So that put me into more of the paranormal side of it. Absolutely. Than the UFO side of it. And my sister came to me one day and said, you know, let's start a podcast. I'm like, heck yeah. 
you know, and it's been going on for over two and a half years. We've interviewed some great people. Basically, we started out as the ghost hunting aspect of it, and now we're starting to branch out into more things like Bigfoot and Mothman and UFOs. Taking and a closer look at stuff. the cryptozoology yeah. side yeah. of the uh, community. But we're still rooted in our um, ghost hunting and paranormal investigation side of it. Absolutely. Well, I got to say, I got to compliment you. I've listened to your podcast many okay, times. Cool. I love your show. I love where you're going with it. Definitely. If you could tell our listeners uh, what your Facebook page is and where they can reach you, Joe. Yeah, just go to 222 Paranormal Podcast on Facebook or on our regular you know, website page is 222 Paranormal. Hey, thanks, Joe, for being on. It's a blast. And it. thanks. Perhaps sometime we can have you on a show. Maybe we'll I would cross love it. Over. I would love it. Get my sister on also. We can make fun of her. I mean, we could talk to her. And <laughs> That's what sisters are for, right? That's right. To make fun of. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Joe. I want to thank your guys here. You're teaching me about electronics, teaching me about new microphones. I'm always learning. Hey, we're here to build a platform <laughs> and expand the community in any way we can. All right. Well, thanks, thanks a lot. Thank you. Okay, so I have with me Ernest Soler. Ernest is an author, and he has two books out currently. The first being Two Moons Rising, and the second, The Spirit of Sasquatch. How are you today? I'm well. I'm well. Thanks, Tony, for having me. You bet, Ernest. Ernest, tell us a little bit about your books that you've written. Uh, So my first book was Two Moons Rising. Um, Actually, both of my books started off as dreams. So I would have a dream, and I was like, hey, that's a really good idea, and I would jot it down, and then they eventually became novels, stories. And um, that started with Two Moons Rising, and then Spirit of Sasquatch also started as a dream. Two Moons Rising is about uh, a young man that has narcolepsy, and when he falls asleep at night, he uh, dreams or has dreams that there's a second moon around Earth, and, but it's hidden from our subconsciousness, and there's aliens on that moon, and they um, are attached to our soul threads, and he has to rescue us and save us. Um, and so that was kind of the, the whole Oh, this is really interesting. I like your plot. concept. I Thanks. like the concept. And, um, and then Spirit of Sasquatch, um, that one is about a young boy who gets kidnapped by a Sasquatch creature, and he's living with them for a few years. And then uh, his brother and his father's looking for him. The government's looking for him because, you know, there's always a good cover, government cover-up. And uh, then it all kind of comes together at the end. Um, but I kind of wrote Spirit of Sasquatch in a way where if you have no experience with Bigfoot creatures, um, you could learn something. If you were an experienced researcher, you'd be like, oh, hey, yeah, I've seen that. I've heard about that. I've experienced that. So Absolutely. You know. Where can our listeners find you next? Are you doing any special appearances coming up? Uh, actually, yeah. Um, I'm a speaker at a conference in Virginia, uh, June 20th and July 1st, uh, down in Fisherville, Virginia. Um, I'll, I'll be speaking down there um, in, in June. And what's the uh, topic there? Will it be uh, Sasquatch related? Yes. Or? Yep, it'll be all Sasquatch related. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Ernest, where can they uh, find these wonderful books that you wrote? So Spirit, Spirit of Sasquatch is on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, Books A Million. Um, uh, Two Moons Rising is currently out of print, but I do have copies. So if people want to get a copy, they can uh, contact me through Facebook. Um, I, have, I have a Facebook page for Two Moons Rising and one for Spirit of Sasquatch. And that's Ernest Solar, S-O-L-A-R? Yes. That's great. Ernest, thanks so much, buddy, for stopping by with us Thanks, today. Tony. It's you a pleasure. Betcha. Thank you, sir.
With me now is Christine Soltis. Christine is an author. She has written over 22 books. Christine, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good for three hours of sleep. <laughs> how about yourself? <laughs> you are being a trooper with just three hours of <laughs> yeah, sleep. Certainly. Are you having fun here at the conference? Yeah, I mean, we're in the back room this time. I know last year it was in the front room. It was uh, a little bit busier, but it's uh, a little slower back here. But we're still having fun, you know? Absolutely. Christine, tell us about some of your books. I know you have, like I said, you have many of them, 22 books. You started back in 2003. Oh, yeah. a little yeah. rundown. Certainly. Um, what I have right now is today, actually, I have a brand new release called The Keeper of the Blackland. That is a um, young adult kind of supernatural um, story about like two different worlds where there's a regulator who kind of separates the world between the mortals and the supernatural. Um, and then he needs someone to take his place. So that's where the young adult comes in with that. I also have a lot of horror stories, which are a little bit more graphic and adult-like in nature. So I have, tw- I have 22 books. I've released about 17 of them so far. So to do a rundown of all of them would take a little bit of time. <laughs> so I'll stop with those two. I do want to mention that I do have a, um, for Final Moon, it's my, one of my horror stories that came out in 2011, um, which was based off a screenplay with Matthew Veltri. We do have a comic book coming out for that too. So. Oh, how nice. Yeah, bit. it's probably going to be out next month. Absolutely great. That is fantastic. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, too. You you had mentioned to me earlier, you were also a private investigator. Yeah, yeah. That's actually my work life, though. So um, I'm licensed in three states, and um, I do a lot of traveling. So it gives me a little bit less time to do a lot of the artistic stuff that I like to do. But I think at some point in my life, it's going to be pretty good fodder for, you know, some detective stories and things like that. Absolutely. We'll be keeping an eye out for that, too, in the future. Well, how can someone uh, obtain your books? Where, where Are you on Amazon? Uh, yes, I, I have about 14 of them listed on Amazon. Um, so that's just look up Christine, S-O-L-T-I-S. I also have a Facebook page, Solstice Night Sky Productions. Uh, and it probably says Solstice Night Sky Productions and Radio. And you can uh, find any of my um, information on events and newsletters and stuff like that from there. Christy, you'd be great. Thanks for stopping by and being on Tony LaVorna's Legends and Lore podcast. Thank you. And today I have with me Reverend Rick Kempe. Reverend, how are you today? Great, thanks. This is a wonderful day here at the 11th Annual Butler Paranormal Conference. I'm having a busy time over in my little corner. I always try to get the corner because I figure it was a little play on words. Kempe's corner of the internet. <laughs> well, right? well, Reverend, I think that works good. Now, for our listeners, uh, Reverend Rick Kempe, he is an astrologer, tarot reader, Reiki master and teacher. It just goes on and on. Psychic, medium. Reverend, tell us a little bit about how you, with your gifts, help people. Actually, I started my official training in ministry, in traditional ministry, and then after having moved into a haunted house, had a lot of compassion for those folks who might be afraid to try and look for help. So I got more vocal about some of the sideline things that I do. I'm an astrologer of four decades, tarot reader, many years, and I was a healer from a very young age, so I was healing before I found Reiki, and in fact, 
my Reiki master will tell quite a fascinating tale about my training because it was quite the unusual experience. But it has a lot to do with the fact that I was very active as a paranormal worker. I was already engaged in psychic mediumship, development and such. So I am a seer and a healer primarily healer because everything that I do includes some element of healing even if I'm reading the stars I'm helping people to understand how their inner wounds they don't even recognize can be healed I'm helping them heal relationships as a pastoral counselor I even do pastoral counseling I still do traditional things like marry and bury as well as infant dedications I've also been known to help paranormal teams with clearing their homes, the homes they find that are haunted. So I get into residential hauntings after it's established that they're haunted, and then I go in and do perhaps a house clearing or a blessing if that's all they need. And sometimes it's actually just a crossing over. It just depends on what the need is. So I have a wide range of things that I do. Well, that is absolutely amazing. Reverend Ricky Kempe, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Reverend, thank you so much for being with us today. And how, uh, Reverend, can people reach out to you to get in touch with you? Well, I can be found on Facebook at Rick Kempe, as well as my professional page on Facebook, Kempe's Corner. And I also invite all of my clients to just text me their name directly to my phone because I really am dedicated to scheduling with them. So they can actually text me their name at 814-381-3200. That was 814-381-3200. Reverend Kempe, thank you so much for your time and coming over with us today. Thank you so much. Take care. This is your host, Tony Lavorna. For Tony Lavorna's Legends and Lore, we're part of the Social Voice Project. It's been a pleasure. You heard it here, folks. If you like what you've heard, be sure to like, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to a production of The Social Voice Project. This is Kevin Farkas here again. You've just heard a podcast produced by The Social Voice Project. We specialize in podcasting and other creative media partnerships with community-oriented organizations and individuals. We are dedicated to promoting a wide range of nonprofits, community and cultural projects, public history initiatives, the performing arts, and tourism. To learn more about us, visit asocialvoiceproject.org. Joel, can you just, again, for the folks listening there, uh, how about telling us uh, oh, your me, Facebook me page? Oh, let me stop. Joe.
Oh, I thought you were saying Joe. You Joel. said Joe or Joe? I said Joel. Yeah. Joe. 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 Joel. Huh? Joe. <laughs> Joe. 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 Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. It, it sounded like you were saying Joe. I thought you were telling me it's Joel. Joe. Now you're saying Joe, and it's Joe. I am a jewel in my own mind. This is, <laughs> Never mind, everybody. This will make that's the blooper real. We love the blooper real. That's right. Who is very, who is very, you know, who's a real stickler. So that is Joe. <laughs> you know, this is definitely going to make the cut. This is definitely going to make the cut. That was like a, a Abbott and Costello I'm comedy I'm used to being called Hey You. Hey You. <laughs> this concludes 